0: Presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Welcome to the final regular season edition of the Audible, courtesy of 3M. My name is Gabe Henderson. As always, Tatum Everett is beside me from Vikings.com. And um, I would like to say, Tatum, we are people of our words. Back in week three, we had Dalvin Tomlinson and Harrison Phillips on, and they called us out because they were like, Why why haven't y'all never had us on the Audible before? We were like, You know, we're going to have you guys back. We got them back today. Thank thank you guys for blessing. Thank you. Final (laughs) week
0: of the season. Better late than never, right?
2: Right. (laughs) Better late than never. No, I ain't gonna hold it against you, though. You know. (laughs) No.
0: no. Well, actually, I have a task for you though, because last time in week three when we talked to you guys, you told me if we had you guys back, Uh you would have a Mm -hmm. wrestling duo nickname ready to go for the people. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, I doubt, know. Doubt I'll we'll give you ahead. all
0: show to kind of think well, about we'll go it. Go ahead
3: and share what we came <laughs> up with. <buddy>. You did? <laughs> oh, you
1: actually did? <laughs> oh yeah, we have it. Okay. Oh. oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Put on He's I mean, it like we did.
1: Y'all liked the gauntlet before you left, but you can't
3: use that because No, I like but I, I had you know, he just had a sack last week. I handed him the gauntlet. He stopped the celebration. I was yelling at him. He stopped, came over. Let me put the gauntlet on. Oh,
1: yes. Love it.
0: It's just hard to see from the top of. At the stadium I can for me imagine. personally. Well, so I you can imagine. Didn't have binoculars.
1: You got about 20 minutes to figure out what the uh, nickname is going to be for your WWE <laughs> <laughs> team. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. But before we so um, you know, get to, because this show, we like to have fun with this show. Uh, but before we get to that, what happened to DeMar Hamlin? Karrison, what you did this week, providing food for the nurses, for the family, uh, just such an honor. But for you, why did you do that? And what's the vibe like in the locker room?
3: I think everyone kind of had that eerie feeling all Monday night and I texted a lot of the guys to figure out what was going on. Tuesday when I had woke up I just you know felt compelled to want to do something it's kind of in my nature and and I know that a lot of the children in my foundation Harrison's Playmakers were also reaching out to me saying like how can we help what can we do um, I wanted to be an example uh, you know to them as well and so I just started calling the hospital trying to find uh, a contact who could let me know how to get meals there any any way and after a couple of hours I was able to go through another um, you know one of the contacts I had in Buffalo and uh, found a place that was close by that the nurses and doctors all like out there and just ordered a bunch of stuff for all the, the doctors, nurses, and family and stuff that were there. Um, and then did it again for, for last night as well. I just didn't know. I didn't really have any intention of that really getting leaked kind of publicly until I was, you know, they asked, what what did you do? Um, but, I mean, DT can probably speak a little bit on the, the vibes of the locker room and really probably across the whole NFL. Yeah, there's just big concerns, you know,
2: uh, we're like a big family in the NFL. Like we all play against each other on Sundays, but we all care for each other. You know, ne- you never want to see somebody get hurt on the field, and especially the way he went down. Uh, you know, everybody was shocked and just, you could say scared. Like yeah, we just didn't know what was going on and never see anything like that. But you know, the locker room stands behind him and everything, and uh, yeah, that we felt like they handled it pretty well out there. And um, yeah, we just keep praying and just keep being positive. Mm.
0: Yeah, as we record this right now. Buffalo released a statement that said he's making remarkable progress. Remarkable improvement in the past 24 hours appears to be neurologically intact, which is great news, obviously, to see some progress. Knowing that we're getting these updates coming in throughout the week, how have you been able to handle getting ready to play in a game while knowing this is weighing heavily on your mind?
3: Uh, Very difficult. Um, And again, because obviously be where your feet are, but a lot of me is back home with my, you know, back in Buffalo where I had four years with those guys and our brothers to me and uh, understanding what they're going through and what they had to see firsthand and live through, um, you know, just just trying to continue to check in on them, monitor the situation as closely as I can, which again has been more optimistic uh, as of late, which is fantastic. Um, And I can't go without saying from everyone that I've heard who are at the situation or Um, reflected on it and and saw how things played out Um, the Buffalo Bills training staff and the doctors and nurses that were or doctors and and paramedics on staff um, did the absolute perfect thing that you could do executed to the highest level that you could and um, you know all goes well well, and these prayers are answered ended up saving you know Demar's life so uh, kudos to all those guys and and Denny for sure who was the one doing CPR and Joe and Nate all those
1: guys their whole staff um, you know saved this man. Your foundation Uh, helping DeMar's foundation. I mean everyone just pouring in to DeMar Hamlin's foundation. Uh, How did Harrison Playmakers come up with the idea of wanting to give back? Yeah um,
3: well I I saw the fund that he put out and I I donated to it and um, once I had you know bought some of these meals and stuff um, I had my uh, send out an email to some of our Playmaker families who were asking what to do. We have a little email list and I just said hey for those of you who are are wanting to know how to help Um, We have been supplied a few meals for him, but we want to do something big when he um, makes a full recovery and honor him back in Buffalo, Western New York. And uh, some people were looking for another outlet to to give to, to know what's what's exactly going on. And so they started a little um, pool there that um, will hopefully, after amazing recovery, can throw a hell of a celebration, a life party in a couple months. Nice. Uh,
0: The conversations that you guys have now... It reflective on what happened on Monday. What have they been like in the locker room?
2: Um, you know, it's just uh, the biggest thing has been concern, you know, like what's going on just want updates and uh, just to make sure that, that he Demar's healthy. That's the biggest thing, you know, make sure he just keep getting more and more positive and uh, just, you know, you like you said, it's tough to be where your feet are also, uh, you know, we have the uh, game to prepare for, but you know, you also worry about his, his health. And um, you know you just want the most positive outcome possible, and uh, you know you, you just have that on your mind the whole time. And uh, and like Harrison does a great job, you know, informing us in the defensive line room what's going on and things like that. And
1: um, it's all—it's always good, you know, just to see that we're all still a family at the end of the day. Mm. And you can see that just mm-hmm. from you know just from teams you know lighting their their stadiums either blue or red or uh, everyone every, I guess every NFL team changing their social media handle mm-hmm. to pray for Demar and uh, the the love and the outpouring effort is going to continue even after he gets out of the hospital and jokes around and calls you back Harrison like yeah. man like appreciate it but um, it's, it's always good to see that brotherhood and uh, people coming together for for a great cause and hopefully you know Demar Hamlin's family is you know finding ways to you know get better with the situation and so on and so forth. But our prayers continue to go uh, to DeMar Hamlin and his family and all of his loved ones uh, in this situation. Um, There's really no great transition from that. Um, But as we continue to move this show forward, I know the last time you guys were here, uh, we always started this show off with an icebreaker called Two Truths and a Lie. Mm -hmm. Since you guys, this is your second time on the show. (laughs) <laughs> we got it. We got to change it up a little bit. If so. you guys
0: know each other way too well. well. Way too <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think we could have come up with anything that y'all wouldn't have known about each other. I don't know,
1: I think, I don't know if DT got it right
3: last time.
0: That is true. I've been studying that, you know, <laughs> We've, all We've
3: been, been good. together good. Good. You know,
2: three
1: months longer now. And
0: yes, it's been about, what, 15 weeks? Yeah, so, a
1: lot. Yeah, man, it's crazy it's been 15 weeks. I
0: know. I had to do the math a earlier, lot. and I was like, whoa. But um, that's not my thing.
1: We're twelve and four right now, and uh, we got a playoff game upcoming. But before we talk football, I want to get to this game called "Would You Rather." Uh oh. So I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna throw the question out. Tatum and I—we'll alternate Oof. questions. We'll throw the question out, and you guys, you figure out which one would you rather do. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll first one. Would you rather travel back in time to play with the Purple People Eaters, oh. <laughs> or fast forward? To play with your future kids in the NFL? That's tough.
0: Mm.
1: I gotta go Purple
3: People here. That's what I'm no. thinking. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah, I got to. Because I also don't know how the game's gonna evolve by the time that. We have kids that are We're playing. Probably won't be able to hit quarterbacks Yeah, you, you oh, might yeah, have to yeah. the touch them <laughs> or uh, no, no shoulder. I mean, they might be flag football, so I would go back then, too. And I think if Dalvin went back, he'd probably be the biggest player that was in the league by far. Hey, chill, chill. No,
0: chill. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Love it. All right, next one. Have a pause or a rewind button in life?
3: Rewind
2: for me. Mm. Definitely rewind. Why? Just over the years. All the stuff I've been through has like been amazing, been blessings. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to relive some of those blessings would be crazy. Like my first time winning the state championship in wrestling, I remember that, like it was yesterday.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would say like the saying, you don't know you're in the good old days till you leave them, mm-hmm. and so maybe to go back and smell the roses a little bit more mm-hmm. in some of the uh, other
1: other times in my life. Which, which make those moments much a, a, as good as they are, which I thought you guys would say pause because of that. because, you know, winning the state championship, you wish you could just pause that moment and just yeah. be like. But mm-hmm. I, I get what you Maybe saying.
0: if it starts now, though, right? That's like true. if it started now, sure. you'd want to go back. But maybe yeah. oh, yeah. pause if you had it from the beginning no. of life. But know. if I oh, ever yeah. rewind
3: back, I'd probably tell myself a lot of stocks to pick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: How are you doing right now? Uh, not as bad as what
3: the, okay. the, the, the market. Yeah, market <laughs> <show> <laughs> trending upward, <laughs>
1: trending upward. All right, yeah. question number three. I feel like this might be a good one. Would you rather get a fumble recovery for a touchdown, or get a pick six? Got to go pick six. (laughs) (laughs) You get a
2: fumble recovery, you know, you get. That's more likely to happen. Yeah. That a pick, a
3: big big guy getting a pick in the middle right there. What if it was like? What if it's a pick six from the five? Or a fumble recovery from the fifty. That one, the question. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it up. I would take a pick six. Pick six from the pick five. Pick six. No, I'm just saying in general. If, it, if, it was, if I'm going to go fifty for the recovery, yeah. I'm going go fifty. But yeah. <laughs> there got to be a lot of good blockers that because I'm better, so cool. If you get a fumble
2: recovery compared to a pick six, your Madden rating going to go up more with the pick six. Yeah, mm. catching. Yeah. your
1: catching is going to yeah, boost my like. Six yeah, and
3: I don't have an
2: interception. I have fumble recoveries. Yeah, I don't career. have an interception yeah. either. You got a lot of batted balls and sore hands from yeah. it. But, you know. Does that hurt? Depends on how cold it is. Okay. It's it, gonna hurt this week. Yeah, it, yeah was like, it was. Mm-hmm. Last year against Chicago, when I blocked a uh, field goal, my mm-hmm. thumb like, psh, <gasps> and I oh. was, I was, ex- I was excited on the field, but when I got to the sideline, I was like, I can't feel my hand. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But,
1: but, but you really can't practice like past deflections though right because like when you're going against the look team or the scout team the quarterback you have to let the quarterback get the ball off so like yeah, how we, do we you, get it yeah. done
3: an in individual okay um, mm-hmm. almost okay. every week during the takeaway circuit we'll yeah. uh, work with a, a man in front of us and try to high point the ball and mm-hmm. sometimes try to catch it and tip it to yourself but yeah. uh, we work it okay
0: all right we'll do one more before yeah. we got to take a break i gotta go with this last one gabe Let's it's go. too good would you rather eat whatever you want and not have to worry about your weight?
3: That one. Or that be a
0: WWE, <laughs> or be a WWE tag team with each other? Oh, no oh. disrespect, DT.
3: <laughs> but I love food.
2: Yeah, I love to oh, we're gonna you. to go with the food. I love after. food, man. <laughs> yeah, we got like a whole list of restaurants we're going to after that, too. Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, like already, right, like list right now?
2: No, I'm just saying, like, if we don't gain any weight from eating, no, yeah.
3: it's over with.
0: What'd be the first place you'd go to? Whew.
2: Just anywhere, anywhere? Number, Number one on the list. Number
0: Martha's one.
3: Cookies. Is, is
0: the Sweet Martha's Cookies? Yeah, sweet Martha's <sighs> Cookies, is what I'm See, doing.
3: I will have
1: to go to Ipido. It's like a Japanese ramen spot. Oh, oh okay. I love ramen. Man, we <laughs> need to start. We, need, we got this empty table in front of us. We need to start putting food on the table. Only if like, Remy I mean,
0: approves. Egg. I don't want to get <laughs> you guys in trouble. All no, season, but season, I'm season. just saying, look at
1: all, all the <laughs> amazing things
3: we've done in the world. We, You know, we have electric cars. We got people on the moon. We got modern medicine. But we can't make... Cookies be good for you? Like, <laughs> on, they don't taste the they? This song <laughs> is good for you. They just don't taste, you know. I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah. I want ice cream,
1: chocolate, and cookies to be, like, oh. a salad. Man. I,
0: oh, Invent that would that. be great. I wish. What,
1: what, you don't eat the, the salad. It, like, I feel like when people make salads, you don't eat the lettuce. You just get it for, like, the oh, stuff that the you lettuce. put on it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm a spinach salad. Okay. Like the it. crunch. Yeah, I eat the, I eat the lettuce. not man. <laughs> I guess I, I put more milk in my cereal, too. So maybe. maybe I'm not. You pick more milk, and then you just ask more cereal when you're done with the first boy Until <laughs> I mean? the milk goes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the timers run out on the first segment of the show, but you guys will be back for the second segment. Uh, looking forward to talking to D- Dalvin Tomlinson and Harrison Phillips, so don't change the tune or the dial. We'll be right back with more.
0: Stay tuned for more of The Audible, presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> From the field to the roof and everywhere in between 3m the official science partner of the minnesota vikings is here visit vikings.com backslash skull science to learn more
1: welcome back to the audible presented by 3m i'm gabe henderson that's tatum everett dalvin tomlinson and harrison phillips are still with us and uh, fellas i know we have we all know we have the chicago bears this week and that's the number one important thing on everybody's mind I can't lie to you though i'm starting to think about the playoffs and getting another home game mm-hmm. for for you guys when you knew that you clinched the playoffs what did that mean to you oh uh, it meant everything for me because it's my first
2: playoffs in my career to actually go to but um i feel like the biggest thing is uh you know we clinched the playoffs but we have a lot more work to do mm-hmm. before we get to the playoffs and um especially like this week like you said Uh, You looking forward to the playoffs, but we still got one more game and you want to finish strong and you know You just don't want to just go out there and like not play your best You want to like pretty much prime yourself for the playoffs Mm. type thing So you want to be on your a-game going into the playoffs. So you don't have to start slow type thing
0: Here I mean, this is not your first time being in the playoffs. Have you guys talked about what what to expect and and what you need to be ready for
3: Yeah, not not quite. I think I'll, yeah. I'll have that conversation with some of the guys next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, clinching the playoffs is so special for the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, it really means a lot and that we earned the right to play at home. Even another great opportunity for these fans who've had to wait five or six seasons now. to so we um, won the division. And so that's always a thing. And then uh, to Kwesi and Ko in their first year, and the coaching staff, what they've been able to accomplish—it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think once we clinched, and we still had however many weeks left, it's you know the top of the mountain is the bottom of the next. You got to keep mm-hmm. climbing, and so I think that's the the momentum that we've we've carried on here, and uh, to make it to the playoffs is cool to win a playoff game is is awesome mm-hmm. to win multiple playoff games <laughs> is even better right and you just keep right. you know no no uh,
1: complacency what changes about the intensity for a playoff game versus like a big big regular season game no it, it there it definitely is is more amped up even if you're
3: primetime monday night versus division opponent no, p- playoffs is different football and anyone who's played in those games will tell you you are either You know, moving on, getting another check, getting closer to your dream of winning the Super Bowl or you're packing your bags and you're going home. And uh, you see that every snap versus if you watch those games, they get real competitive on third down or the fourth quarters are crazy. I mean, it's from the jump um, every play. And so probably the most sore I've ever been has been after playoff (laughs) games, the most banged up. But, um, you know, that's what the – the competitive nature of us is, and we're all trying to accomplish that one goal we've dreamed of since the, our first dreams.
0: Hmm. Well, and DT, I mean, you've mm-hmm. played for Alabama, you understand what the postseason means oh, in a different yeah. sense.
2: Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> like uh, this, it's not the NFL, but Alabama's the closest you can get to it. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Just prepping for like the SECs and the playoffs games and stuff like that is. It was, it was, it was a grind. It was brutal, uh, just because like you know the intensity of. The level we play at, and yeah. we're expected to play at week in and week out down there in uh, Tuscaloosa. It was it was tough, but uh, we got through it, and uh, it, it made us better for it.
1: For sure. All right, one question I, I meant I wanted to ask you guys <laughs> last time, um, and I ask you now. Every play, you always hear football players saying, "There's a holding on every single play. Offensive lineman is holding every single play." One thing I've noticed, though, is that the NFL and the officials have been starting to call defensive holdings on, on defensive <laughs> linemen. Like, I see you guys laughing. Like, I guess my question is, like, how do you decipher between the two? Like, does it does it help? Does it hurt? Like, what what does it mean when? you get called for a defensive holding. Yeah, it it hurts for sure. Uh, It it hurts (laughs) a
2: lot. I got one this year. Yeah. It's tough. I see what they're trying to say, but it's also like, yeah. I feel like
3: more or not in (laughs) offensive situations, it's pretty blatant. And, like, I don't want to say the word malicious, but with intent. Like, Mm ah, he's about to beat me. I'm pulling him. Mm -hmm defensively it's like i've got 700 pounds coming at me i'm trying to find a ball carrier a tight end's going this way like i'm just hanging on Mm -hmm. and happen to hang on a little little too long or something and so um yeah i don't know (laughs) you know, know Head scratch.
0: I mean, see, um. It seems like it's really <laughs> difficult to be just so aware of it, too.
3: Well, yeah, and that's what you'll see oftentimes, and I respect the refs that allow it to happen. When you're pass rushing, um, you might put a stab and it, it gets a little high, mm-hmm. and you touch a helmet or a face mask and pull it back quick. Some, sometimes refs will allow that to happen versus mm-hmm. if you you know keep yeah. it up there and touch the face. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, um, I think there was a game that I was warned for like a hold, like, hey, be careful, I saw a shoulders turn type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we appreciate them working with us because they know it's not with malicious intent. Yeah. yeah. The sure. more, the biggest times, the only time they really call it is, like, when someone's trying to run away from
2: you, you got like, pulling them back mm. and keeping them from, like, climbing up to the next level or something like that, then they're going to call it. Yeah,
0: You guys have been pretty good when it comes to staying uh, not penalized. I mean, yeah. what do you yeah. think has been – what do you think the reason behind that is?
2: Uh, it's, the biggest thing is discipline. Uh, we drill it in practice, like, they're going against the offense. A lot of hard counts. So like we want to jump off sides all the time and stuff like that. And just technique. If you working on your technique week in or week out, it keeps you from being in a position where you get penalties and stuff like that.
1: And I feel like the, the fact that those mental errors have been at a low this year has probably one of the main reasons why our wins have been at a high. 12 wins this year mm-hmm. for you guys. <laughs> I asked Tatum this earlier on <laughs> our podcast. Like, I, st- I describe it as historic but for you this season, how would you, what adjective would you use to describe this 2022 season? Definitely memorable. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I get the historic one. I
3: mean, there's there's other teams that have 12, 13 wins. I think I've been a part of a 13-win okay. season. Um, but the games that, how we got there, um, will definitely be memorable for me. Yeah. Um, thinking back to the comeback, thinking back to in Buffalo, uh, the Detroit round one, I mean, I think there's some, very memorable that when I'm 55, 60, whatever, <laughs> telling kids and grandkids, I'll reflect back to those games. Yeah, I'm about to go with the exciting. Okay.
1: <gasps> That's just what what I yeah, That's exciting. What <laughs>
3: like all the close
2: games, like what they came down to, it was just yeah. like with great kicking a 61 yard field goal against New York, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really wanted that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, like comeback in Buffalo, I know that meant a lot to you. And I am just like, this what we have to fight for. And uh, it's just, It's amazing that we have such a gritty team that doesn't give up no matter what. And we just keep fighting until there's no time left. I see what you did there. Uh, (laughs) Gritty team. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) No, I I said exciting, too. I think as simple of a word that is, I think it perfectly Mm -hmm. describes whether you're in the game, whether you're around the locker room, whether Mm. this ride that they've been on. And I... I would take it a step further and say what Kevin O'Connell and Kwasi Adolfo are building here. And seeing this first year and seeing where it could go and what their vision is has been exciting. Would you echo that sentiment?
3: Yeah. Because you definitely. kind of were part of it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing is and when you asked about the playoffs, um, you know, in my experience beforehand, another thing that I'll, I'll mention to the guys is – as unfortunate as it is, this team's not going to be the same next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so we're on the brink of, of hopefully not, but only two games left promise. Hopefully that's five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, only five more games that this team's going to look the exact same. You know, there's free agents on the team. There's uh, maybe players reaching retirement. There's cuts. There's, there's so many things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... There's no promises that this team, I mean, look at the Super Bowl winners last year. I don't think they're in the playoffs this year. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to, you know, you don't always get this again. The car kind of runs too fast. So um, it's very exciting for what they're building. And I think if you try to win a Super Bowl five years in a row, you have a better chance to win one of them than if you say, we're going to do everything to win one this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's uh, an approach that they're taking as well. We want to build something that hopefully um, the NFC and the North runs through our place for years to come.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> we got another division, uh, foe division rival this weekend in the Chicago Bears, and then we can start building those wins. Well, we got to build it this week, but we can start building those wins in the playoffs to get to that ultimate goal of five more games. Um, as a ple- it was a pleasure as always, guys. Thank you for, for joining us for the second time. We hold our word. We, I mean, we were people of our word, so Man. appreciate you guys coming back. But <laughs> for Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips... Tatum Everett. My name is Gabe Henderson. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another edition of The Audible presented by 3M. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of The Audible. The Audible is presented by 3M, the official science partner of the Minnesota Vikings.